Gracious Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for today and for this opportunity to worship you. And we just pray that you bless this time of worship, that you give us all the singing voices, the preaching voices, the reading, all the voices that we need for this to be a service that will um, go out to people to give them hope in a time of despair and for them to walk away or to, to leave the service understanding that your word to us today is that we have to live this way where faith is over fear, that we have faith in the face of fear and that faith makes faith, fear disappear. So Lord, let that be the message today in what we say and what we sing and what we pray. All this we ask in your name, Jesus. Amen. The Lord be with you. And you can respond. And also, welcome to worship this morning, this afternoon, this evening, whenever you're watching this video. We're coming to you from Grace Lutheran Church in West Kelowna, British Columbia. My name is Pastor Ed Skutchek, and I'm one of the two pastors here with, along with Pastor David Wunderlich. And I'm also the president of the Canadian Association of Lutheran Congregations. And so this worship service is not only for the people of Grace Lutheran Church, but it's for our broader family in Calc. And, and this, we're going to, God willing... God willing, we're going to continue every Friday for the duration of the closure of churches across Canada to worship and to have a worship service that will be up for the weekend for you to, take, for you to look at and hopefully be inspired by. And we want you to sing along and we want you to participate as you watch the video. Uh, we, uh, this week, our praise band at Grace Lutheran Church is going to be leading the musical part of the service, supporting our singing. And next week, it will be a group, and it will be a more uh, traditional, uh, traditional hymnody, and, and, and then we'll alternate week after week as long as this goes. As long as God gives us the strength and the ability to be here, we will be here, and we will worship together with you. This week I'm preaching, and next week it'll be Pastor David, and we'll be rotating. Also, we want you to know that for Holy Week, that we will have a service on, for Maundy Thursday, a service for Good Friday, and for Easter Sunday. And we hope also after Easter to have a midweek uh, Bible study, uh, which will be on Job, and, um, and hopefully we can record this so that on uh, you know, Thursday of each week, there'll be an installment of the Job study so that you have something to do and uh, in, in your time at home. And um, what we, you know, people will say, well, what about questions? And maybe, you know, you can, once we, you've looked at a segment, you could email me uh, and um, we can, and I'll answer, try to answer them uh, on the, at the, the next week. And, you know, I just really also, at this uh, uh, juncture, before we begin our worship service, 
I want to thank uh, Al on the, on the camera and the sound. I want to thank Sandra and James and Karen and Leah and Denny and Chris and Pastor David uh, for, you know, working together. We're all working together to make this worship service happen for you. And so uh, I just, it couldn't happen without them. So I want to thank them and thank God for them and the courage they're showing in being here today. Now, this is uh, for the fourth Sunday in, in Lent, and th the text that I've uh, selected is not the text in the lectionary, but hopefully uh, by the end of the worship service, you'll understand why I chose the text that I did choose from the 14th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. But let's begin worship then in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our first praise song, Where the Spirit of the Lord Is. Let's begin and sing along.
Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you from our broken world and our broken lives. And in our brokenness, Lord, we come to you because where else can we go but to look to you, to be at the foot of your cross. And there is where you meet us, Lord. Lord, forgive us for the things that we have done and for the things that we have left undone. And renew our hearts. Renew our lives. And help us to be the servants that you want us to be. And let us die to our sins in our baptism. And may we rise out of those waters to be that new creation. That we will take each step in faith, knowing, Lord, that you are a God that restores us. We pray this in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. As a called ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority only, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Pastor Ed. Our gospel lesson is written in the 14th chapter of the gospel according to St. John, beginning with the first verse. Jesus speaks to his disciples. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me so that you may be where I am. I know the way and the, we, we know the way and the place where I am. You know the way and the place where I am going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Please bow your heads with me for a word of prayer. Father God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our salvation. 
O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Spirit of God, fall fresh on us all today. All this we ask in your name, Jesus. Amen. So uh, last Sunday, uh, after church, Danny and I, we um, uh, went to, I think it was Saban Foods, and uh, then uh, we went back home, and, uh, or home, and then uh, it was such a beautiful sunny day that um, we, were, we went out for a walk, and we went actually for a long walk, and um, it was just, and we just talked about things. We talked about what's going on with the COVID-19 and all, everything that, that's happening in our nation and how life is just being changed and transformed. And so as we were kind of in that last leg of the trip uh, back home, uh, we noticed uh, one of our neighbors, the garage door was open, there was a truck outside, uh, looked like he, our neighbor was um, unloading, and so he uh, sort of appeared out of the darkness of his garage, and, you know, saw us, and we hadn't seen him, uh, you know, for most of the winter, so we, you know, he wanted to engage in conversation, and he told us about uh, a ski trip he'd been on up to Big White, and... Um, and, you know, the pleasantries and so on and so forth. But eventually, when there was kind of a lull in the conversation, he made some sort of a statement like, wow, we're really, really living in interesting times, aren't we? And he said, Ed, what do you have to say about this? What's your good word? You know, I don't really know that much about my neighbor, Lauren, but I sense in his background, is, uh, there's a faith background. And it was one of those things where he kind of caught me a little bit off guard. But I said, Lauren, we were just at the grocery store. We were at Savon. And we were waiting in line, trying to keep our personal space. And there was two ladies with a shopping cart in front of us. And one of them kind of turned this way, and it was, she was wearing a black hoodie. And in white letters, these big white letters, there were two words, faith and fear. But faith was over fear. And I remember at that moment saying it, Lord, that's it, isn't it? That's your word for this whole situation, all this, this pandemic. That's your word to us, is faith over fear. And so I said, Lauren, we have to have faith over fear. We have to, I have faith that God is in control. I have faith that God is in control over our government. I have faith that God is in control over everything. And so if we have faith, and that faith will overcome our fears, and we will get through this. And I think at that point, it was like, he said, thank you. <laughs> and we went our way, if I recall. But it was amazing how God used those two incidents in that day, to really give me a, a, 
the perspective that I needed to have on this. That in our lives, faith has to be over fear. I mean, fear is a natural thing. It's the first thing that comes to mind. I mean, when we're, when, you know, it's interesting. When this started and, and it seemed like every day to grow exponentially, uh, and there were reports about cases all over the world and in, in Italy and what was happening in Italy and in Germany and France and, and, and China and Russia and, and just everywhere. And so what happens when we start to look at this, we begin to fear. We wonder about the future. Things begin to close. Businesses are told, please close. People don't come together. Uh, stay apart. Social distance. I mean, the, the, Italy was shut down. California shut down. I mean, we, things are shut down all over the place. I heard this morning that the Orchard Park Mall is open, but the stores mostly are closed. There's a couple of coffee places. Everything is shut down because people are afraid, acting out of fear. And then you watch the television. I, I you know, get up really early before the sun gets up, and you, I'm just, I'm downstairs, and I'm, I'm glued to the to the TV, and you know, they they're they're interviewing people from all walks of life in Canada. And they're afraid. My rent's due on April 1st. My mortgage is due on April 1st. We have plans. I have a business. I'm, I'm a salesperson. I need to be out there. I need to be talking to people. The, We've come to, you know, and then things are revealed. You find out that there are millions of people in Canada who do not have access to unemployment insurance. Millions of people who are living paycheck to paycheck. Millions of people that are retired and they're watching the TSX, the Dow Jones, the NASDAQ, all these indices ticking down and down and down and down and wondering, what am I going to do? I'm too old to work and I'm too proud to beg. What am I going to do? They're afraid. Do you blame them? They're afraid. We're all afraid. I mean, we can't. We have a, our, our government in British Columbia and throughout the land. Don't go to church. Don't go to the mall. Don't go here. Don't go anywhere. And we become isolated. And when we become isolated, and when there's no word of encouragement, we just get more afraid. And we begin to distrust. No, we, we don't trust. And so we go to the store and we hoard and buy what we can and bring it home. 
I mean, there's on Castanet in Kelowna, there was a couple last weekend that went into the IGA in Lake Country, a suburb of Kelowna, and bought out the entire meat department. Two big shopping carts full of meat. People are scuffling in between the aisles in grocery stores because they want to pick something up. They want to have something. They feel like I need to hoard it because they're afraid they're living out of fear that we won't have. I mean, I'm guilty. On Sunday when we were at Sabon, there were three pack or three little dispensers of uh, Clorox wipes. I took all three. It's a confession. At that moment, I was living in fear and not in faith. But I could justify it saying, one for church, one for home, one for Jonathan. That's my son, our son, Denny and I. I don't buy it. I acted out of fear and not faith. And you know, COVID, when you look at the number of people in Canada out of 35 million plus people, the number of people that are affected by the actual virus is very small. But we're all sick. We're all sick. We're all quarantined. We're all afraid. Our economy is anemic. It has pneumonia. It's sick. Because we're all afraid. And just our behavior as people, acting out of fear, that it's making everything worse everything worse than it needs to be. And that's why we need to hear the words of Jesus in our gospel lesson. These words are so important for us to hear and to understand because our hearts are troubled. We are afraid. You know, Jesus said these words to his disciples on the night before he was going to go to the cross, the night before Good Friday. And they were afraid. They were wondering what he was talking about. They were wondering about his mission. They were wondering about his person. They were wondering about his identity. All of those things they were wondering about. And they were afraid, and Jesus saw their fear. And what was his words to them? What were the words? Your hearts are troubled. Don't let them be troubled. Have faith in me over fear. Have faith in me over your troubles. I mean, they were going to have troubles. 
I mean, if you read the Gospels and you read Acts and Paul's letters and the Catholic letters where John and Peter, there was all kinds of troubles, all kinds of anxieties. And yet what kept them going was, don't be troubled, don't be afraid have faith in me because faith in me and faith in my words will overcome your fear, will give you the grace to move forward. Faith over fear. And you know what I love? Faith, the word faith, has a T, little T with a cross. Faith in Jesus, faith in the cross, faith in his identity, faith in his word, faith in his promises. Faith that he is for us today and tomorrow and for eternity. That's what we have to have. Faith over fear. And you know, it's an, it's an amazing thing that as the apostles, as, as they journeyed with Jesus, you know, I think of in, first, in 2 Corinthians 12, when Paul gets really sick, um, it, it's a, it, we don't know what it is, we don't know what, how, what he got, we, we don't understand, eye problem, uh, it's hard to say, but he was really sick. We're really sick. And if we don't have the virus, we're still sick. We're still in quarantine. We still live in fear. And so Paul says, three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. Three times. And this is the Apostle Paul. This is the most prolific writer in the New Testament. This is the Apostle of Apostles. Went into the third heaven to be with God taken up there. He says, I don't know if I really went up there, if it was in the spirit or in the body. I have no idea, but I was with God. And the things I heard, you would not believe. But yet, he suffered. And what did he do? He, and what do we do? We pray to God and say, God, take this away. But what did he say to Paul? But he said to me, my grace is is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So when we pray to God, take this away, to pray to Jesus, take this away, take this time away. I, I don't want to be sick. I don't want to be riddled with fear. I just want you to make everything the way it should be. How far we have come. I remember in December, what were people saying? They were predicting in 2020, a 30,000 Dow Jones. Prosperity that could not be stopped. 
health. We're all healthy. Our bank accounts are healthy. Our job, our prospects are healthy. What could stop all this? Well, a tiny little bug that you need an electron microscope to see. That's what can stop it. We're sick. And we're saying, take it away. And what does Jesus say to his church? My grace is sufficient for you, for in your weakness, in my weakness, in our weakness, Jesus' power is going to be made perfect. So as a church, we need to repent. We need to say, Lord, we need to be light. We need to be hope. We need to be your people. You know, the Apostle Peter says, and you know, when people come and they ask you, why do you have hope? Sit down and gently tell them about Jesus. You know what? I've just been so convicted that in the last years that the church, we've, been, we've just been de uh, Debbie Downers. Used to be on Saturday Night Live. I'm, I'm dating myself here. We're just down. We're down about everything. Well, it's time to stop. It's time to stop. It's time to be people of hope. It's time to have faith over fear. It's time to smile instead of frown. It's time to encourage people that this is not the end. That this is weakness, but God's power, Jesus' power, can be manifest in weakness. To give us the power to endure, and if we can endure, to overcome That's what Jesus calls us to. That's what he calls us to today. Jesus calls us to pray. And so, let's pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you are worthy to be held in reverence by all the mortal race. We give you thanks for the innumerable blessings which despite our unworthiness you have showered upon us. We praise you especially that you have preserved for us in their purity your saving word and the sacred ordinances of your house. Grant and preserve to your church throughout the world purity of doctrine and faithful pastors who shall preach your word with power and help all who hear rightly to understand and to firmly believe your word of truth. Protect and defend your people in time of tribulation and danger, that we in communion with your church and in unity with all Christian people may fight the good fight of faith and in the end receive the fullness of salvation. Let us pray for those in affliction, almighty and everlasting God, comfort of the sad and strength of those who suffer. Let the prayers of your children who are in trouble rise up to you, to everyone in distress, grant mercy, grant relief, grant refreshment through our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer.
Let us pray for those who desire our prayers. Blessed Lord, we ask your loving care and protection on all those who are sick in body and in mind or in spirit and who desire our prayers. Take from them all fears and help them to put their trust in you that they may feel your strong arms around them. Touch them with your renewing love that they may know, the whole, may know wholeness in you and glorify your name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Upon all the nations of the world, bestow your grace. Especially we ask you to bless our land and all its inhabitants and all who are in authority. Cause your glory to dwell among us and let mercy and truth and justice and peace everywhere prevail. We give you thanks for all those in our land who have taken concrete steps to help in this pandemic, for factories that have and will retool to manufacture goods that are useful in the fight against the coronavirus, for citizens who have shown kindness and tender mercy to one another. Lord, make us light. Lord, help us to shine, to have mercy, to love, and to pray for others. We commend to your care all of our schools that virtue and useful knowledge may be nourished and the wholesome fruits of life may abound. The education of our children, youth, and young adults has been imperiled by this pestilence. Take away their fears and empower educators and administrators to find means by which the education of Canada's most treasured citizens may continue and that they can grow up and to be the leaders in our nation that will shepherd us and guide us as these things happen again and again. In your mercy, defend us from all calamities by water and fire, from war and pestilence, from scarcity and famine. Guide our scientists in Canada and throughout the world and those researchers as they seek a cure for the coronavirus and not only this virus, but all other diseases that vex us, including cancer and other flus and viruses and diseases that take children. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Protect and prosper all who labor and cause all useful arts to flourish among us. Lord Jesus, this virus has made our economy sick. We are all reeling and wonder what the future will bring. Bless our land, Jesus. Give all in authority the wisdom to get financial help to those who need it so that they can endure this time of trial and tribulation. Restore us, good Lord, so that we may sing your praises. Lord God, we lift up those that are most vulnerable in our community, those that have no home, those that struggle with addictions, those that struggle with mental illness that are on the street. Lord God, we just pray that you would use the gospel mission in our town and the Salvation Army and the gospel missions in every town in Canada to, to just reach out and help them and, and allow our provincial and federal authorities to help them, that this be a time not of disaster for them, but a, a hand up and a chance to come out of poverty and homelessness. 
Show yourself to be a helper of the sick and the needy and a comforter of the forsaken and distressed. Let us pray for all who suffer. Merciful Lord, you sent your Son to be our peace. Help all who suffer pain or grief to find in him strength and peace so that their trust is in your promises and they, that trust may be renewed. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray for recovery from sickness. O oh God, the strength of the weak and comfort of sufferers, mercifully hear our prayers and grant to all peoples that are suffering the help of your power so that their sickness may be turned into health and their sorrow into joy. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray for those who minister in healing. Almighty God, source of human knowledge and skill, guide physicians and nurses and all those you have called to practice the arts of healing. Strengthen them by your life-giving spirit that by their ministries the help of the people suffering from the coronavirus and all other illnesses may be restored, that the health of all may be promoted and your creation may be glorified. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord God, we give you thanks for the ministry of family and friends. Loving God, our Creator and Redeemer, give strength and gentleness, patience and faithfulness to family members and friends of those that are in distress, that those are, that are sick. Let their hope be in you, and by their ministry of love, let your love be known through our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, in your mercy hear our prayer. Let us pray for those who are making decisions. Oh Lord God, send your Holy Spirit to guide us so that all those who must make decisions with respect to a patient's health and life, make those decisions with love and mercy and reverence for your gift of life through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord God, keep us within our baptismal covenant. Inspire us to live lives of faith and devotion where people see faith over fear. Open our minds, O Lord, so that we may ever grow in grace and in faith and in our relationship with you, our Lord Jesus, through the Holy Spirit. Tend the sick, give rest to the weary, Bless the dying, soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our worship continues with... Um, a beautiful, beautiful praise song. Amazing grace, my chains are gone. This is just an affirmation that Jesus has broken our chains, the chain of fear, through faith.
Thank you, Pastor Ed, and thank you, Praise Bands. Um, I have a reading here um, from Ephesians 5, verse, um, starting at uh, verse 8. It's um, about a, how we feel at times we may live in dark times, but we need to realize that we still live in the light of the Lord. For you were once in darkness. But now you are the light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists of goodness, righteousness, and truth. Find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. That is why it is said, wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Here ends our reading. Let us continue our Song, This I Believe.
pray the prayer that our Lord Jesus has taught us and you can say this with me wherever you are at home or um, maybe you're outside in the park uh, wherever you are um, please pray with me this prayer that our Lord Jesus has taught us and let us pray together our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, 
and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Pastor Ed, may you give us our, our blessing. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord's countenance always be before you. And may he give you peace. Amen. So we're going to sing our final hymn. And this one is one of my favorites in Christ alone. and serve the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God.